fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> Hey, this is Sharks Across Hollywood, and this is week two of Power Rangers Month 2021. And this week, we're going to talk about an actual tokusatsu movie that's, like, actually from Japan and made by Toei and shit called Kamen Rider Shin. And I thought that was going to have some deeper meaning, but it's only because the main character's name is Shin, I guess. I feel like it has to have another meaning just because there's Shin Godzilla. There was no character named Shin in Shin Godzilla. It's got to mean something, right? Yeah, you'd think so. Uh, It means apparently new when it was used as a prefix before a place like Osaka, Kobe. Shin also means a weak point. The front of late, yeah. So that's that's just a shin. Okay. Okay, that's... Yeah, I mean, new com- <laughs> new common Rider, that makes sense, right? Oh, like, n- this is a new take on common Rider. And then there's another one that's, uh, you know, what does Shin mean in Japanese Godzilla? And there it says, variety of meanings, it conveys new, true, or god. But yeah, so common Rider Shin. So he's, yeah, it's a it's a new common Rider for the old fans, kind of. Because this is not like... <laughs> it's not exactly fresh off the showroom floor anymore well not now but it was in 1990 whenever the fuck this movie came out this was a 90s production yeah when did what What did you think it was i figured late 80s nope came out in 1992 well i mean that's basically late 80s so i wasn't far off (laughs) it was meant i believe to be a 20th anniversary movie but it was it was released a year after the 20th anniversary so i don't know i don't know what they were doing but it was supposed it was meant to be an anniversary movie because i don't think there were any okay common writer shows going on at the time these shows just sporadically pop on and off tv without much warning it's like doctor who how it had the 60s show and the 70s or whatever and then it just kind of stopped and there were like book series and shit a random special here and there and then all of a sudden in like 2010 or something it just popped up again and hasn't stopped since so like right off the bat here i told you you would like this so how how did you feel about it what are your what were your initial thoughts when you when you started watching it you were probably like the hell's this but it looks a little rough but like right out the gate it's very clearly a much more adult story than i would have expected from masked writer the opening scene is a woman getting stalked and ripped apart in the park and then immediately cut to two lovers in a car getting stalked and murdered don't forget about that wild 90s transition with the bridge and the saxophone music and stuff I must have just been, like, too shocked from what was going on. I mean, I did not expect that level of violence right out the gate. Yeah, because your only experience with this was uh, Saban's Mask Rider, which we talked about exactly. last year on Power Rangers Month, and that was just a dumb fucking stupid show with a Furby. Which was clearly aimed at five-year-olds. You know, like, you had to be five years old or younger to enjoy it. I was, like, not that young. I was I was under ten years old, though. Okay, I mean, you know, mentally five <laughs> years old or well that's now (laughs) touche you weren't expecting all the violence neither was i i mean i kind of was i wasn't expecting it to be so scary like it's almost a horror movie for like a minute i mean i i knew that it was gonna get a little a little rougher around the edges but i didn't expect it so quickly and so i don't know i guess again it's definitely the fact that i was coming at this from saban's masked writer (laughs) being my only experience that you know if if you told me oh you know this is a guyver remake or something i'd have been shocked by how tame it is but you know i i just didn't 
didn't expect that going into masked writer especially because you know it's that first kill is like kind of sexualized you know like he rips <laughs> yeah. the woman's blouse open and stuff yeah it's just a little bit shocking given the context or uh, given what i was expecting it's a little shocking you know for kids except not really <laughs> I gotta say, there's a shocking lack of both masks and writing in this movie. That is very true. Um, It's not a mask. He actually transforms into a grasshopper-human hybrid. But the character, Shin, is a former motorcycle-riding champion as exposed by his dorky friend who shows up and then just kind of disappears eventually. Yeah, my, my son actually said that there was a tradition in 80s and 90s manga of naming the best friend, uh, what was it, Yuki or Yuri or something like that? What was that character's name? Oh, like I can fucking remember. There, anyway, there's Goro. Suffice to say, whatever that character's name was, that's what it is. I think it was Yuki. I don't know. It's Maybe not on... the character is supposed to be Hawaiian. I don't know. It's not on the front page of IMDb, so I don't know. And there's no pictures, so I can't <laughs> fucking tell who anybody is. Like, I know a couple of the names. Who the fuck's Goro? Is he the bad guy? I don't even know. So I was less surprised by the level of blood and weird shit because I had watched a couple episodes of actual Common Rider. I watched a few minutes of this season called Common Rider Amazon. Now, normally, and the, and Common Rider Amazon is one where it's literally a guy living in the Amazon who has to go back to Japan to fight some bad guys for some fucking reason, but he's also a common writer <laughs> for some other reason. And the bad guy in that one, the like the main villain is like this six faced giant thing. And it was really fucking weird and creepy. And there was blood like it. everywhere in that show. It's all over the place, but it's that old, <laughs> it's that old school eighties. I mean, it's that old school Asian blood that is just bright fucking red. <laughs> just way too red to be blood. Like over here, we had like really, really dark colored blood. So we could avoid X ratings over there. They had like super brightly red colored it was weird but i watched that and <laughs> so i'm like okay so i guess common writers just kind of like this but also common writer amazon is is a season that you would normally get after all their ideas have been exhausted and they just want to go weird weirder than normal it's like it's like dino thunder yeah it's like the third fucking season of common writer <laughs> really yeah it came out in 1974 the show started in 71 they just went balls to the wall with it huh this show is weird this show's way weirder than like super sentai and stuff well again i haven't actually watched the show i've only seen this and masked rider so that's my whole frame of reference amazon would be easy to get into because i think there's like one the first episode is on the same youtube channel you watch this on they posted a bunch of common rider like first and second episodes for the 50th anniversary or some shit oh hey i'm yeah we're accidentally doing common writer on its 50th anniversary no shit i just realized that well that's fun nice which is why all this common writer shit is there well they made it easy for us then yeah it's good stuff but as you mentioned right at the beginning there's that lady getting killed and then there's the 90s transition with the with the bridge and shit and these two idiots making out in a car and the radio talks about how there's a serial killer on the loose the intro is shot in this weird it's not sepia tone but it kind of is it's like night vision mixed with sepia tone it's real weird looking yeah it cuts back and forth between that and like regular 
vision. It happens to be the rider. We don't know who it is. It's just some monster green bug guy. And that's the that's the theme in Masked Rider. It's for Common Rider. It's called Masked Rider on the video I looked up. Common just means mask in Japanese. My son was telling me about that Yuki thing. He said, yeah, it's super common. And I looked over. I said, common like masks? Did he get it? And he didn't. I mean, he knew <laughs> he knew common means mask. And he looks over at me. He's like, common means mask in Japanese. And then I had to explain to him what I was doing. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, oh, you were funny once, dad. He shows up. He kills these two idiots. We don't really, we don't see it. We not only don't see it. We don't get any indication that it happens until the bodies revealed because they turn <laughs> yeah. around as soon as he shows up and pop badges and guns out like they were a sting operation and then the next shot you know there's a couple quick cuts to show cops all around and then we see him dead they are definitely fucking dead so are the cops he yep. just murders them all he's like flipping around and flying all over the place and blood is flying off the screen it's kind of gross turns out they're somewhat outmatched yeah just a little by one dude oh no when we cut to of course our main character shin he he wakes up and he's in like this hospital room and it it's a dream or is it is it a dream we'll find out yeah it's it's not really a dream but it's not him either so this is masked rider meets nightbreed i've never seen nightbreed yet so okay oh my god seriously dude is that just gonna be the answer every time i bring up some (laughs) classics from the 80s that i would be certain you had seen by now today probably i did watch (laughs) what did i I, oh yeah i watched the the arquette movie i watched house party yesterday which is from 1990 but still i mean that's something i mean i'd seen it before but no no hate for house party that's for sure what about house party 2 fuck house party 2 what about house party 3 Was there House Party 3? And 4. Are you just fucking with me? No, there were 5, I think. Speaking of 90s, 1992, Shin Kamen Rider, because those things have so much in common. Power Rangers isn't complete without, like, making a bunch of dumb 90s references, so gonna That's keep happening. True. Let's meet the cute girl. We, we, we meet a nurse. I guess she's a nurse. We, we think she's a nurse. Her name is I. That's spelled A-I. Fuck, is she Haley Joel Osment? <laughs> When he was like three years old in 1992. I don't know about <laughs> Haley Joel Osment. I just know she looks like a friend of mine from when I was living in Eastern Europe. And it was weird. The friend was a dude. Oh. I should maybe mention that. A male. Well, and, uh, he, you, can, you, he, you can think he's cute. But I don't think he's cute. That's the trouble. She leads us into our, it's kind of a short title sequence, but she leads us into the title, the, the opening credits title sequence. And it's the weirdest fucking thing. She comes in and she talks to Shin for a second. Like, how are you doing? Did you have a bad dream? He's like, yeah, holy shit. Then she walks over to the computer, starts <laughs> typing something in, and then on the computer screen, it just says Masked Rider. This movie should just be titled Minimum Effort. Well, it's not like they had a huge budget. And it was also the 90s, and and in Japan, like, yeah, I don't think this so stuff this was is taken. a TV movie, right? I think it was theatrical, actually. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. I'm sorry. Get your shit together. If this is a theatrical movie and you've got a major property like this, fuck you. I'm not sure if it was like theatrical in the way it was made. But yeah, most of these movies got released to the theater. Even that wow. super short one. Common Rider Zio is only like 40 minutes long and that was released in the theater. I remember you mentioning that. Which is better than this one. I do have to say that it is better, but this one's still cool. This one's more. This one's more drama. It's almost. It almost plays out like the Giver plus the Fly. You know what I was thinking as I was watching this? I was thinking you motherfucker gave me shit about how drama bullshit Zatoichi was, and now you bring this to me. <laughs> you better not complain about Zatoichi next time. But in fairness, I didn't know that when I. I thought this movie is way different than I thought it was going to be. I thought there was going to be way more action, and there's some okay 
action in it. But, yeah, I mean, when we yeah. get to the action, it's pretty good. I enjoyed it, but there's not nearly enough of it. There really isn't. There's a lot of drama. There's a lot of people fucking walking and talking. We go to the Institute of Super Science Technology, and that's the opening <laughs> credits, and it's just a bunch of dudes walking into a secure facility. I know. I had like i had to take a minute and just be like what the fuck is this like just tour of the office the movie because it goes on forever it's so fucking long at least it feels like it is now we do get somebody kind of important here do you know that guy in the in the group the one who bugs the place yes the uh the guy who looks like danny devito in a in a racist outfit (laughs) i called him the jerry curl guy because it was kind of a it was like a jerry curl afro he had going on but guess who he is he is Shitaro Ishinomori, who is the creator of Common Rider. No shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, and he actually plays a fairly important part. I thought he was just going to kind of show up and everybody's going to be like, hey, and then he was going to be gone. No, yeah. He plants that bug yeah. and that kind of leads to a, a little reveal about what this place is. I mean, it's vague, not very specific, but we get an idea of something sinister as a foot. Shitaro Ishinomori, he's he's awesome. He's the fucking reason we're doing this. Okay, well that's cool. That's a fun little bit of trivia. I did write down Jerry Curl guy is important, I think, but I didn't look him up yet. So they're in like an observation room watching this, watching Shin from the beginning uh, on an operating table, basically, and these two scientists talk about, they do talk about like these different levels of experimenting of some kind. It was kind of weird to follow. It didn't really make a lot of sense, but their idea is they're trying to, like, cure HIV and other shitty stuff that can happen to the human body by, like, essentially recreating cells, and they have to... And, and then somebody asks, like, what if they're what if they're born deformed or, like, the cells are off when they're born? And he's like, we want to make them like they were originally. I'm like, so deformed and fucked up? And they're like, no, we just create new cells. I'm like, that's not what you said. Might be a lost in translation thing, you know? You know what I found out that was a little unusual? Because I actually attempted to do speech-to-text for taking notes. I found a speech-to-text app and uh, installed it and stuff. And I found out that my speech to text app recognizes common writer. Like it didn't put C O M M O N. No, it put capital K A M E N, capital R I D E R. That is awesome. It also recognizes Patrick Swayze because I wrote down, what the fuck is this roadhouse throat ripping shit? I haven't seen this much throat ripping since Patrick Swayze did it. Well, Patrick Swayze is a pretty big deal. That's true. He was in Dirty Dancing and Roadhouse and Ghosts. I did finally watch Point Break, though. How'd you like it? It was another movie that had less action than I thought it was going to because of how everybody talked about it, but it was pretty good. Well, yeah, but it has like a lot of, there's a lot of weight to the action, you know? That part where he fires the gun up in the air and goes, ah, that happened way earlier (laughs) in the movie than I thought it would. I thought that was like the ending and he let him get away. Hot Fuzz had you just complete misconception of what was about to happen there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I immediately, I went, Simon Pegg, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Technically, it was Nick Frost that said that, but still. You never fired your gun up in the air and gone, arg. Anyways, these fucking doctors, while these assholes are all watching them, they start arguing and they're like, one one of them is like, hey, we shouldn't do this because he's not ready technically. He doesn't need level three because everything's cool. And the other guy's like, well, we need to do level three because it's fucking time to do level three let's do level three it's 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 just time to do that the other guy turns into a full fucking maniac he's like it will be a war against god (laughs) oh yeah there's a lot of that talk going on (laughs) like this dude is so over the top he was probably my favorite thing about this whole movie was that dude is that the the not dad the other guy who's also 
a common yeah, writer the, the psycho doctor with his common writer occultism and stuff like that <laughs> like dial it back dude you're a fucking scientist yeah but overacting is 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 big in japan oh that's painfully obvious from the rest of this movie i mean on the one hand the gal who you think is cute like she's a bad actor but at least she's trying to act then there's the guy who played shin and his entire method is like i'm gonna stare blankly at the camera for as long as i can yeah i thought he had a good look but he he was i don't know if he was supposed to have much of a character so i'll (laughs) i'll I'll give him that at least hopefully not because if he was he was failing miserably and he's going crazy he keeps on having all these weird visions and shit yeah that's true i have to admit that would that would fuck with my head i'd probably do a lot of blank staring don't you do that already though you're just like you're sitting at work and you're just like hitting the space bar a bunch of times just to make it look like you're doing something one of those scientists happens to be shin's dad shin's dad doesn't want shin to die so and also they have names but it doesn't matter (laughs) who fucking cares after that shin and his dad have kind of a heart to heart and it had something to do with the experiment and shin's like just just do it it's fine it's okay and the dad's like, but you sure? And he's like, yeah, it's, it's whatever. But now we're getting to the, like, like the villains. Let's get to the villains. There's got to be a suit and tie guy villain in a movie like this. But there's also a really, really creepy guy with no eyebrows. He's like the guy you'd fight right before the final boss in any like any beat him up game. Oh. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That is exactly what he's like. Even though the final boss in this movie goes down kind of like a bitch, even though he fucks shit up pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he took... <laughs> He goes to straight on pleading for his life with remarkable swiftness. I thought uh, I thought the movie had a his transformation. The movie had a good ending until it kept going. <laughs> and then it just <laughs> kept ending and kept ending and kept ending. Yeah, it was a lot. We'll we'll get to all those. Then there's the 80s slash 90s staple of of the workout. Everybody's working out, eyes hanging out with Shin in the <laughs> in the gym and shit and you know whatever. This is where we meet Shin's nerdy friend who I can't it, who I, his name I can't fucking remember. I think it's probably Yuki. They're they're sitting there just kind of talking, hanging out and the friend says, you know, it was really dumb of you to fucking stop riding your motorcycle to volunteer for this project. Project You could have been a champion motorcycle guy. Because we, we needed to identify that he was a rider, yep. I guess. Because it's, it's not common rider unless you have a fucking motorcycle. But he, he's never in, in the common rider thing and on a motorcycle. It's kind of disappointing. He's neither commoned nor riding. Yeah, we see him on his motorcycle once or twice, but that's okay. It's okay. It is Yuki. It is Yuki. He's at the bottom of the cast list. All right, his name is Yuki. Fucking, but we only see him, like, never again. No, we see him one more time. Yeah, he shows up one more time to tell whatever her name is, the gal, that he needs her, even though she's one of the ones doing this to him. I does come up to them, and they, she orders coffee, and he, uh, he sees in the newspaper that the that the murders have happened he's like oh shit did i do that that's his whole thing for throughout the whole movie but there's also a chick with sunglasses watching him and i never catch her name but she comes back like a bunch yeah i don't know her name either but she was uh yeah she's like a cia agent yeah she's a cia agent i'm like aren't they american why is this happening well she speaks in english later so oh i made a note about that don't you worry so then my next note is common rider rides because he's finally on his motorcycle just kind of cruising because he's having a bad day and he has visions of grass hoppers and shit and then he sulks in his room like he rides around a little bit and then he just sits in his sits in his fucking room and then he goes jogging <laughs> and then he sees one of the doctors walking so he follows him it's the doctor that's not his dad the other guy who was all like 
talking about God and shit. And it turns out that guy is fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah, he follows him into this big warehouse and he has this little makeshift lab set up in there. I don't exactly know what he's doing, but like he's obviously been experimenting on himself. He's the guy who is murdering everybody. Essentially, we kind of we I don't know if we really find out there, but we know he's the fucking guy who's been doing it. Yeah, we deduce it from the fact that he goes into that sepia night vision FPS mode actually in about, you know, like two minutes here. We get the a little bit of an explanation also about grasshopper DNA and how, or did maybe did I just maybe I just made that up because I just remembered it from later. Either way, he's splicing people with grasshopper DNA, but then later they call him a cyborg soldier or some shit. And I'm like, he's yes. not a, he's not a robot though. Close enough for government work. So he's testing his blood and all that shit. Then he starts to convulse and like freak out. Did you mention I I might have missed it, but when he's testing his blood, he's surrounded by all these sort of pseudo occult symbols and stuff. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, there is some weird shit going on in that lab. Like he's some kind of Japanese Alistair Crowley or something. I'm like, there was a more interesting movie in here that you guys <laughs> just kind of missed out on. Why is there a Star of David on the wall there? Because? Because it looks kind of occulty. Supposed to be a pentagram. This was the 90s, you know? It's like if they if they didn't actually know the occult symbols, then maybe, maybe it wasn't that easy to find it. I don't know. It's not like you could go online and look it up. The satanic panic was happening, so... Oh, it was in full swing in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how it was in Japan, but I know that there, there are a lot of Christian people in Japan. Yes, for some yes, fucking indeed. reason he does start to convulse he freaks out a little bit and shin this is kind of he starts feeling it he starts he starts convulsing a little bit and like so there must be like some connection between these two right and he's hiding up in the rafters of this fucking place and then he falls down the dude sees him immediately and then we don't get a <laughs> second to fucking process this soldiers just start fucking dropping in through the goddamn ceiling <laughs> And they just start. With no fucking explanation. Oh, none. They just start blowing shit up. The doctor guy, like, he turns into the writer, and then he just starts fucking everybody up. He kills everybody. I, I wrote down, oh no, it's Umbrella, and they're here to steal my secret formula for their vile experiments. Seems seems that way, doesn't it? They all look Because they all look like the Umbrella people in the Resident Evil games. Yeah, and it, it, I think the girl, the, the lady with the sunglasses is there. Yeah, and she looks like Jill Valentine with that rocket launcher she pulls out in a few minutes. Yeah, Oh, that happens at the end, man. No, no. She, does, she, does she have pulls, the bazooka? She pulls it out at, in the middle. Um, God, she just has that thing with her all the time. Yeah, it ma it makes multiple appearances. It turns out that Shin has had passed out while all that was going on. He wakes up and he sees all the carnage and all the bodies. And then he realized that he has been seeing visions of this dude killing everybody. And like he finally like knows that that's what's happening. That's got to be a weight off of his chest. And then, of course, we have to, you know, he doesn't show up for the testing the next day. So everybody's super pissed off at him but he just kind of he pops up in the creepy creepy doctor's office and he's like, like he's I like trying to bargain with him or something yeah, isn't he he's like i quit i he wants to quit first and then the dude says guinea pigs don't get to quit i'm like that's real fucked up man <laughs> that was creepy <laughs> Something about special powers that are not... Oh, the special powers that are not explained by science. That's the only note that I made, but he talks about why he chose grasshoppers and stuff while, you know, trying to create, like, not... I don't think he tells them about the soldiers yet, but they're trying to just make stronger people, and he figured out that grasshoppers, they have telekinetic abilities, kind of. It's not, not really telekinesis, but it's kind of like that. Yeah, this guy's very culty about some stuff that is very science-y. But he's also cool, and it, it it's fun to watch. He's definitely fun to watch. Then the dad walks in and he says, I'm fucking in charge of this thing. But this dude's like, no, you're not. Uh, I work for something called the organization and 
they're in charge so get fucked the implication i think is that it's sort of uh like a like a mafia type thing the organization that's that's all they refer to it as shin ends up going back to the warehouse but it's empty now aside from the sunglasses lady i think this is the point at which i i wrote down i'm 40 minutes into this shit when the fuck will, will there be some common writing i know it's really annoying that part sucks i thought i was hoping there was going to be more i knew you'd hate this less than some of the stuff we watched but so he's back at the warehouse with the sunglasses lady they decide she's like you need to join forces with me because i want to destroy the organization but a sniper shows up and it happens to be the guy with no eyebrows and then she yeah she shoots him and she fucking unloads on him she unloads her gun into him and then he falls down and she takes off and then he stands back up once she's kind of out of sight thank you i'm getting a little ahead of myself there's another scene where that similar thing happens and then it gets even cooler like it's what you want to see in this movie oh maybe i was getting ahead of myself no you're you're right you're right that that's exactly what happens there it's it's something it just happens again (laughs) only goes further they they do shoot this dude multiple times and he he makes short work of the bullets are you talking about the one where she shoots him in the face right in the head and then the bullet like pops out (laughs) oh yeah 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 that was pretty rad i'm i'm into that i want more of that they go back to the club and it's just real quiet the club being where he lives shin is there alone but he kind of hears something, starts sneaking around in a towel, by the way. He's been like showering and working out and shit and swimming. Oh, and this is, yeah, okay. This is the scene where it looks like maybe something suspicious is going to happen. Yeah, but like it's someone's sneaking up on him. It's just I and his and Yuki, and they're just, they're just there hanging out. And Shin he tells just walks him, up behind him, is like, bingo. Shin tells everybody that he remembers killing people, but it still wasn't him. Like he, he has these vivid memories, but he swears that it was not him. It's too much for yuki he's like he's like i saw visions of blood gushing and yuki's like shut the fuck up hey i go go get naked with him because that's what happens next he doesn't actually say that but that's how she interpreted it yeah he was like he needs you now and she's like okay i'll fuck him yeah even if you're the one hurting him he said i think he said you're one of the ones hurting him because he doesn't because we we don't actually know what the fuck yet but yeah so this is where i said remember when i texted you the other day and i'm like dude there's naked people in this movie (laughs) yeah i was kind of shocked i mean it's it's on youtube so i didn't expect to see that but that was cool i'm i'm down yeah they never actually get to any fucking they just kind of swim naked together and that's like a metaphor for having sex but they, they clearly did because like i said it's like the fly unless it's immaculate conception i mean hey let's not forget one of the possible interpretations of shin is god so we're we're back at the lab now and the monster doctor i've chosen to call him now he's all catatonic and he's in a straight jacket and shit and they're like feeding him and he's all and yeah they got him all weird. up to the eyeballs <laughs> yeah so the dad says then that the research is canceled because the test subject needs to be able to trust everybody so shin obviously doesn't trust anybody now because he's kind of starting to figure some shit out the the boss guy the the suit and tie boss guy is insane what does he tell him he's <laughs> like he's like if you don't fucking do it i'll just kill your son or i'll kill you both or whatever something like that he he makes a way over the top threat like he doesn't even attempt to reason with this dude oh no he's just like do it or fucking die a horrible death something to that effect yeah and shin really needs to fucking stop sneaking around because (laughs) 
he always finds shit that he does not want to see. Curiosity so, and cats, Shin. Curiosity <laughs> and cats. Yeah, he has he has a tiny little freak out while he's doing it, you know, doing his little twitchy thing, and he finds his way to a room full of different animals, and, you know, he, we focus heavily on the grasshoppers. Then, then I wrote down, something is making gurgly, growly noises, and it's, you know, <laughs> we'll find out that in a minute. The eyebrow guy, the guy with no eyebrows, and the people are leaving with something. We don't know what exactly it is, but we, we know what it is. Is that the truck this truck fucking crashes probably because of the soldier guys who show up again i really don't fucking know like the truck just crashes what happens is they're driving down the road and this like dump truck or some shit pulls into the road right in front of them and just blocks the road off clearly this was orchestrated by the cia because then they immediately in order to dodge the dump truck they turn off into this like area that has all these warning signs and shit and the truck fucking explodes or no i guess the truck doesn't explode it just crashes the car explodes though doesn't it uh the truck will wait does it explode no the truck the truck explodes later yeah after the after the jill valentine moment oh that's right yeah she does fire that fucking thing at it huh (laughs) yeah but uh yeah but like the cars just keep going like they don't hit their brakes or anything they just keep going into this thing and then eventually the truck hits like a barrier or something and rolls on its side and that's when the cia appears when shin shows up because he's been following these people he he follows them because that's what he does that's his job in this movie shit's starting to go down he gets a really bad headache like that's his thing he's like ah and we figure out that the crash truck does contain the doctor who is also the other rider and she blows that shit up and he's on fire and it looks kind of cool because that rider suit is kind of awesome yeah i mean aside from the parts where when it's not awesome (laughs) well when we're we're kind of in a wide shot and the truck is on fire and everything then it's very clearly like a mannequin that they have on a you know on like a lever that they can stand up but then when we get the close-ups it looks really rad so i forgot i had i i had the movie playing uh on on another page (laughs) i just went to look at it guess what scene it's on jill valentine stepping out with her yeah bazooka the the exact one we are talking about right now is that fucking weird (laughs) oh man at 47 minutes into the movie this shit starts going down yeah because i wrote down it's been 40 minutes where the fuck's my common writing and then very shortly thereafter is when the transformation happens for the first time and it is fucking cool and kind of gross it's not as good as the guyver of course but like it's awesome i like no no but it's it i i I even wrote down okay that's a pretty fucking gnarly transformation (laughs) like that's what we want to see that's yeah yeah that should have happened 30 minutes ago agree i'll give you 10 minutes to set up a plot but fucking don't cock tease me with this stuff well that's okay next week it'll only take 20 minutes like 17 times what are we watching next week again los luchadores oh no is this is this one where like it's a show and then every episode they go way too long before they get to the action i fucking don't know i've never seen it before remember this is the that's the one with the half robot chihuahua oh yeah that's right yeah, and you said you that. were in so shut yes. the fuck up yes half robot chihuahua does <laughs> sound awesome and they're wrestlers so that's cool i'm i'm down with wrestlers it really isn't though (laughs) i'm just hoping this isn't another vampires because if you'd have pitched me on vampires as a series i might have been into it but that was before i saw the reality of it it's made by saban so the production value is at least a little better okay okay i'll give you that like as in it has some got better production values yeah Yeah. because as dumb as some of those fucking shows were and how tv commercially they basically were uh you know at least 
they put forth a little effort. I got to say, Masked Rider was way more fun to watch than Vampires was by a lot. All right. So back, Rider back to the transformation, which, by the way, is called a henshin in Japan. Oh, I did not realize uh, that it had a term, but yeah. that actually, of course, it would, obviously, now that I think about it. <laughs> he transforms into this fucking bug-like creature, and while he is transforming, or like right after he transforms, the other the doctor it's weirdly cutting as he's burning to death back and forth between him as the writer and as the doctor and as the writer as the doctor it's really disturbing and kind of fucked up and he dies of course it's kind of dreamy yeah yeah it's weird and i'm not really sure like what's actually happening there now we get to the good stuff you know i gotta say i meant to say this earlier when we first came across it but you didn't mention it and so i forgot about it he's having these visions for a while of like this head with a grasshopper face bursting through it but it's like a grotesque distorted grasshopper now granted when we get the long shot of that where you know it it takes a like a second or two to actually show it it doesn't look like this but during those little (laughs) snippet shots when it just shows the face and then immediately the burst it looks like john c Riley's head (laughs) what the fuck it does it like that's exactly what i thought i was like oh so common writer is john c Riley in this one okay well fuck now i have to find one of those shots (laughs) what the hell like because it you only see it for like a, a a split second before that weird grasshopper head breaks through the face but yeah that's that's what i thought i it looked like john c Riley for the listeners Dr. Steve Rule. But this is this is where we get to what we really want to see here. Shin is now this fucked up looking organic, by the way, common writer. It's not a suit. It just kind of is him. So there's no common. It's just writer. Yeah, exactly. But it looks fucking cool, though. Oh, it does. That, say that. that transformation is icky. It's very clearly Guyver inspired. I know that bio boosted armor like it was a thing and it was a manga and all that shit. Yeah, I guess, you know, maybe it's not fair to give all that credit to the Guyver. I, the Guyver was just the first experience I ever had with it. Oh, well, it did come out in 1991. So well, maybe I don't know. I don't know which inspired which but suffice to say it has that kind of a look and it's cool as shit of course it was fucking new line new line did all the cool shit back in the day i'm telling you dude you got to get that guyver blu-ray it i'm gonna, so fucking beautiful i'm gonna get them both i think i'm gonna oh get, yeah yeah i'm gonna I get wanna, the arrow one get and the i'm guyver gonna get two and i'm gonna get the mute no i'm gonna i'm gonna get both of the guyver blu-rays the, the arrow one and, oh. the, and the one from germany that's that's titled mutronics do you have a region b player it's region free supposedly no shit yeah oh because i know the arrow one's region free that's the reason i was able to get it but yeah no i i want to get the guyver 2 now because i don't know who released it though i think it might only be on dvd it is only on dvd i have one that bums me out a little bit and i watched it and i'm like this wasn't as good as the first one and then a bunch of people oh really a bunch of people convinced me that it was as good as the first one i'm like oh maybe they're right but then another guy's like no they're not right uh the first one's better but it's still fun and it's got the guy who voiced uh solid snake in it oh no shit as the guyver which is weird oh you know i think you told me that back when we were talking about it right after i watched it oh maybe yeah and it it stars a bunch of like porn stars and stuff porn stars seriously or models i don't know just hot chicks who can't really act that well so like probably like softcore porn like uh uh, oh what's what's the name shannon tweed and shit like that (laughs) the chick from uh lord of the g-strings no she's not in it but she should be oh my god her name her character's name and that is dildo sagans i swear i bring that up all the time on, on the show i don't think i've heard that very many times i'm not saying i haven't heard it before but that's like maybe once or twice you've said it maybe i just talk about it a lot at work and stuff too yeah that's that's probably the case it's funny dildo sag 
<laughs> so while you're while you're dealing with your dildo sagans, uh what happens next so, so after after shin like transforms and he's kind of just standing there he's having a little standoff with these soldiers right the cia guys and from off screen he just turns around and he's like what the fuck's that and then eyebrows fucking comes in and knocks out all the cia guys more like no brows yeah that's right they're all still uh, alive and stuff so they they get up they fire a bunch of bullets into him nothing happens the chick shoots him in the head and the bullet kind of pops out of his forehead and <laughs> that's <laughs> it's a great shot fucking awesome then then uh i almost called him the guyver then common rider <laughs> shin goes over there and knocks him down and then we get the fucking big weird ass reveal the eyebrow guy rips off his fucking face and he's like an organic an organic robot looking guy he looks like a titan from attack on titan kind of no no like like a chunkier version of him but yeah he does no yes he does no he does least no i'm sorry you're dead wrong on this no he looks exactly like him i'm looking at i'm looking at one right now he looks exactly like I'll tell you what he looks like. He looks like the angel from Psycho Goreman. Okay, well I haven't seen that yet, but I'm oh, sure you he owe does. It to yourself, my friend. Uh yeah, it's it's only like $15. I should just get it. Worth it. I'm gonna I have the void. I know those two movies couldn't be more fucking different. They are from the same director though, aren't they? Yeah, at least the same yeah. creative team. They and they're both solid, like in completely different ways. 180 degrees opposite, let me tell you. But both excellent excellent movies. So, Shin is getting his ass kicked by the way um kind of <laughs> i mean he's he's not getting his ass kicked as bad as those cia guys did where the guy just ran through and just brrr, done like he's putting up a fight at least that's something uh yeah he's trying he's putting he's giving it the old college try the lady <laughs> as they're fighting the sunglasses lady like picks up the bazooka and shin sees and he's like oh fuck so he's fighting the robot guy and he pushes himself out of the way and she blows up the robot guy or so we think he does he'll he'll come back here in a, in a little bit shin and the lady have a little uh little face off and then before she manages to blow his ass up because i imagine bullets can kill him i'm not really sure well we don't really know at this point he just kind of takes off the thing you got to remember and granted we only find this out later is that he actually is the next generation evolution from the bio soldier so probably he can withstand a lot more that'd be my guess i would imagine so there is a shot where he regenerates which is just a reverse shot of him getting cut open but still <laughs> oh, the '90s special effects! <laughs> like I, w- I would love to see like a big budget, I, even like some good director, some good American director, bringing this kind of stuff over here. Like it wouldn't work theatrically because nobody would go see it. Yeah, probably. Like I would go see it, and a few other people, and they would spend way too much fucking money on it. It could be a Netflix show, though. But I'm thinking, like, fuck, dude, if they just did like Shutter. Shutter could make this weird shit. Or Tokushoutsu yeah. or something. Shout Factory. Shout Factory can start making their own originals with this stuff. I'd be into it. I don't think Shout Factory is in the production game. I think they're in the release game. Holy fuck. I did just realize, though, uh, Hasbro does own the rights to Power Rangers now. Okay. So does that mean they own the rights to Common Rider? Not Common Rider, but Toei does produce the show that Power Rangers takes footage from. Common Rider is part of their, their thing also. Right. So... So there is potential that 
I've always wanted, like, when they started talking about the Power Rangers movie and stuff, I'm like, dude, a fucking Saban universe would be the goddamn best thing ever. A Sabooniverse. Oh my god, like, you get Power Rangers, we can get the VR Troopers out of there, unless there's a way you can do that <laughs> these days. But Power Rangers, Beetleborgs, Common oh, Rider. Oh, big bad Beetleborgs. Like, you could you could have the Power Rangers be, like, the teenager representative types. The, the Beetleborgs can represent, like, the little kid, littler kids, not, like, the, the preteen kind of types. And then Common Rider can be like the older more experienced one who isn't afraid to like fuck people up if he really needs to and they can have Common a nice Rider. team up movie after Common after Rider all... would be the pg-13 version Ooh, no, yeah the <laughs> hard 1980s pg-13 version <laughs> the other ones just get like regular 21st century pg-13 but that one gets 1985 pg-13 if you know if you know what i mean boobs extra violence we don't need boobs though i can see that for free on the internet but they'd have to like take the the mass rider story the common rider thing from the original series potentially and make it you know that way where it's the that that group shocker who's like a nazi group and shit experimenting on this poor dude never ever happen you know that. i mean they don't have to be nazis but you know the idea they oh this will never happen in a million years no matter how hard i fucking try who would even direct that shit there are a couple directors i'm like that would work like i don't think i want i want del toro to do like a power rangers movie but i don't think he he'll he never will (laughs) that's never going to happen you might get a uh oh what's that dude you know you know who i you know who i could see doing a power rangers movie would be um ryan coogler oh yeah he's a nerd he'd probably be into that i could see him doing you know i mean after uh uh chronicle that was not ryan coogler ryan coogler oh, that was, was not uh, ryan coogler ryan coogler was black panther and creed and uh fruitvale station i thought he did chronicle too no that was the other guy who did fantastic four okay wait a minute that's not the same guy no one who of them that? is very white guy, the other one is very black who's that guy then josh trank josh trank okay they both josh work trank. with michael b jordan though obviously <laughs> i guess that's what it was is i thought michael b jordan because i knew michael b jordan was in fruitvale station and i thought ryan coogler had also done chronicle for some reason and then he did he did black panther i i don't know why i forgot about uh fan four stick josh trank kind of blew his load real hard with chronicle and he hasn't really been able to come back yet did you hear about all the controversy surrounding fantastic four oh of course i heard about that yeah. I, I, it's not that he blew his load on chronicle it's that he fucked himself by talking shit about the production company on fan four stick oh that's not all dude he was a he apparently was a piece of shit on that because they gave gave somebody who made tw- who took 12 million dollars to make a good movie 120 million dollars and he fucking lost his mind it was too much pressure i think oh see that is new information to me i just i just heard about the the twitter drama afterwards <laughs> and oh, i man. just you know like that's all i knew about it and i thought well you know he's fucked google any of it and oh man that's a documentary that, bad, huh? that needs a documentary just like the original fantastic four movie from 1994 that has a documentary called doomed you're talking about about the uh the one that never got released yeah the that, one i showed at stinker fest that, that quote one unquote never got released but people have it anyways i have it on vhs <laughs> yeah i've seen it a couple times yeah i need to watch that it's on tubi i think okay i will check that out tubi might be on hulu i fucking don't know it's on one of those okay. goddamn things okay anyways fuck so we gotta get back to talking about master rider right after this fucking fight and him running away he runs like i almost runs him over because he's walking down the middle of the street and of course they make eyes because they're like so in love and stuff but 
but he's still in common rider form and she's like oh god it's you and she hugs him and apologizes for making him a gross bug creature <laughs> that's right she just runs into his arms like i'm so sorry <laughs> and now now this is important this is important you're you're gonna you're gonna appreciate this and you might not i don't know if you'll like it but so now we're gonna cut to the sunglasses lady she is on the phone speaking english right and my note says that she sounds like the dude's impression of tommy wiseau doing his own audiobook <laughs> Greg Sestero. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds exactly like that. It's it was really funny. You're not wrong. A couple Ooh. scenes later, we learn that the organization is creating super soldiers, specifically cyborg soldiers, and we're intercutting between Shin and I think the the sunglasses. Intercutting between somebody and I and the boss guy telling the same story. It's the boss guy telling Shin's dad and I telling Shin. Oh, that's I's right. Explaining Thank you. to Shin what they were doing and. Yep, on the uh, boat, the, I remember. The organization guy is explaining to Shin's dad what they were doing, and it's we're kind of cross-cutting between reactions and shit. I am garbage at taking notes. Give me a fucking break. Also, I watched this movie over the course of like five days the second time. I watched it right before I got on, so. Yeah, well, I well, I watched it once, and I'm like, right on. Everything's cool and all. And I'm like, dude, you sure you don't want to take a break and do it next week? And you're like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Life sucks. I'm gonna f- it's fine. And then I had a day on Friday. Well, I I already had like an annoying night on Thursday and I'm like, okay, so I'll go home. I'll fucking watch the thing. And I made it through like a half hour on the second watch. And I'm like, fuck, I cannot fucking focus. I cannot do this. So tomorrow I'll wake up a little early. I'll watch like another half hour. And then after work, I'll come home, watch the rest of it. And then I'll be ready. I woke up early, watched the half hour of it, was still super tired because I was really stressed out from the night before. Get to work. I'm already in a bad fucking mood. And I'm like, dude, I should really just tell them I should leave because I'm going to lose my fucking shit if one more person says something stupid to me (laughs) oh boy i didn't lose my shit but somebody else did and it ruined my whole fucking day so i told you i'm like fuck it i quit i'm just not doing it tonight i'm just not i'm just not doing it won't be fun i can't think of anything fucking else i'm i'm so fucking heated right now it's just so that was the thing and now we're here doing it but you did make it through that second viewing uh yeah i ended up watching the rest of it this morning no last yeah this morning so i finished it the last 40 minutes this morning still it was a disconnected viewing experience and it's real weird for me obviously shin at this point realizes why he's been seeing shit and seeing the other guy kill everybody because of that call and response thing you mentioned earlier right they can communicate telepathically kind of dr natsumoto is what he's the one who came up with that call and response yeah concept like he said telepathy and then he's like or maybe it's a call and response it takes shin like several scenes to be like oh yeah because he has that realization later i'm like wait what (laughs) like he he said it to you are you fucking stupid <laughs> My guess uh, is yeah, probably. Yeah, I kind of feel like Shin is living in his own little world here. Well, that's maybe, okay. Maybe he's, he's knocking up chicks, so who are pregnant with these fully developed fetuses after 24 hours? Holy fuck! What is wrong with that dude's DNA? Yikes! A lot. It's been tampered with for months, I imagine. I got to level so. with you. I think she got <laughs> off easy, dying before she had to give birth to that thing because <laughs> uh, that thing was going to tear its way out of her. Oh uh, like yeah, a fucking xenomorph. This movie gets fucking weird here in a second. <laughs> 
because we're back at the institute i gets locked up and the boss man tell her tells her he's like you're pregnant you know and she's like what the fuck are you talking about he's like yeah you're pregnant so that baby's just gonna be like an extra sample for us to study like that's evil jesus christ like this guy's like mustache twirling the shit out of himself seriously and i fucking love it it's so funny in movies like this you can't have subtle obviously you cannot have subtle would you want it like no if anything i kind of wish it was a little more over the top if it was tonally different if it was like somebody trying to take it more seriously then yeah i'd like it to flow a little differently but we're not on that if this were done like uh the 2017 power rangers this would be a very different story but but no that's not what this is shin by the way he's he's still at the docks or wherever he's fucking hanging out he's communicating with somebody somewhere and he's like what the fuck is going on that dude's dead who am i talking to right now like who's in my head and then he immediately it's for some reason it it pops in his head and he's like oh shit she must be having my baby i'm gonna run to the institute now and then we get this intrauterine view of the baby <laughs> and it's <laughs> not the weirdest like... thing you've ever seen in your life it's <laughs> it got this fully like... formed human grasshopper ish face <laughs> oh my god that is she's been pregnant for like two days top this thing looks like a dragon ball z character ready to burst out of her vagina dude you know what it really you know what it looks like huh. looks like something out of common rider honestly believe it or not i'm really not being sarcastic <laughs> that just tracks so much with what i've seen from common rider granted having not seen common rider i cannot speak to that so i'm gonna have to defer to you well no dude i would 100 say get on tubi and watch the very first episode of common rider it is basically it's kind of the exact same thing as the first episode of japanese spider-man so you'll know ex- you know exactly what you're getting into because it was made oh, around okay. the same time too and it's fucking ridiculous like i have no i still don't know what the hell's going on like i I, like i said on the last episode i'm just like there's like fight scenes where people just kind of start flailing their limbs around and they all kind of fall on the ground because the fight scenes are not good (laughs) the first bad guy first monster is batman but it's like (laughs) wait what they call him like like the the terrifying yeah the terrifying batman or something and it's just like a guy in a shitty bat suit all right i definitely i'm gonna have to take your advice on this yeah you you won't hate it you'll you'll fucking love it and then you'll you'll be like i kind of want to watch the rest of this and then you're like 98 episodes fuck that noise <laughs> yeah probably i think that's what made spider-man doable for me is it's like only 30, 30 episodes yeah. total because they they ran out of money and costumes so they had to cut that one short i think <laughs> but all right all right um i'm I, i'm willing to give this a chance that sounds worth my time oh god this stuff is awesome i fucking love it to death so shin does shin hightails it back to the fucking to the institute because he's now a baby daddy and he needs to get his he needs to take take his life more seriously Mm. we cut back to i and uh shin's dad are there they're both locked up together in this room and i don't know what happens but apparently this like fetus is intelligent already and has like super magical powers yep because her stomach starts to glow and then the door blows up i'm telling you this thing it it's some kind of super saiyan it looks like that green guy on dragon ball z piccolo yeah doesn't it am i wrong (laughs) they're able to escape sort of so yeah because the baby blows the door off its hinges (laughs) well first it blasts the the evil dot the evil mustache twirler with uh some kind of bolt of light or something like that and then it blows the doors off the hinges oh yeah it makes no sense and it's delightful so they're sneaking around the place and trying to escape but of course they get locked in at the last second they're like running all over this building and they it's like a horror movie they always get locked in they try again but the door closes the door closes on them again it's like the same thing happens and they're fucking trapped but the baby starts glowing again and who shows up but daddy and he's not morphed yet but he rips his 
rips his hands through this fucking garage door and just rips it open and fucking that's cool i'm into it so clearly he doesn't need to be in full-on masked rider form in order to have some of the masked rider powers no and and on his way there he manages to i think he's kind of figured out some of his powers too because he's like jumping on top of cars and shit oh yeah there's that delightful scene of him like jumping over a building or something like that and he comes down and he just floats really slowly to the ground and then takes off running it's a grasshopper thing man right after he rips through the door uh the sunglasses lady shows up but the three uh protagonists manage to hide while the cia just blows all these fuckers away like all the all the guards in this in this building are getting shot up oh yeah we should probably have mentioned that uh during that tommy was so impression scene the uh the cia lady basically was ordered to kill him oh yes yeah i totally forgot to write that part down but yeah she was they're like just just kill him and she's like should i <laughs> like yeah you, you she seems fucking should yeah just a little because she knows he's just an just a normal guy with grasshopper dna tail as old as time <laughs> the boss man shows up though but he has a fucking machine gun and he's just kind of firing away not really hitting anybody yet <laughs> He says yet he's basically like he's like they'll they'll kill me anyway so he might as well take them all with him so he doesn't give a shit at this point yeah the, the way he phrases it is, is they're going to kill me anyway i should at least take all of you to hell with me which seems rational he's gonna wish he wasn't so rational in a moment well, i know yeah what happens to him is awesome so he starts firing this fucking machine gun again and i was a little bummed out because he killed i and i was having fun and i thought action was gonna start but but no, he shoots I in the back and it's fucking brutal and sad. And then Shin just grabs a chair and throws it right at the dude's face and knocks him down for a minute. And then it turns out he done fucked up. Oh, yeah. But do you want to talk about her little death scene? Because I know this is one of those things that you thought was really dumb. Yes. Um... <laughs> it's so dramatic oh god it's so over the top it's just like it it's straight out of the melodrama handbook like she's dying and she has a few moments and she's like just save the baby if the baby lives then my life will have had purpose or some (laughs) bullshit like that it's like wow don't sell yourself short lady i mean come on i'd call i called it oscar bait (laughs) seriously But the thing about it is, for me, I'm like, God, it so works within the confines of this fucking weird movie. Yeah, I mean, it's consistent with the rest of the movie, that's for sure. But honestly, I was just so jonesing for some mass writer action. Like, and they finally gave me like a little a little taste of it. And I was just like, when the fuck is he going to mask out and turn this into a real masked writer movie? Come on. We'll get five minutes of it, like right now. Shin's pissed because his girlfriend is dead and possibly his baby we don't know yet shin does his henshin it's less jarring this time but you know because it happens a little easier because he already went through that first one so it's less awful well at this point you know it's like gilding the lily you don't want to just pile it on like we all right now get us through it so we can get to the action or show me it again because it's fucking awesome so this motherfucker gets it bad wow as you would hope yeah, like the first thing, he's trying to crawl away because he knows he's fucked. But he crawls no, right right to Shin, which is dumb. He starts by begging for mercy. Right after he said, 
I might as well take you all to hell with me and shot this dude's girlfriend. He's like, no, please don't. Please, I beg you. Shin, like, whips out his claws and just digs him into this guy's stomach. And then he beats the shit out of him. Like, this guy's guts must be hanging out of his hanging out of his stomach right now. And Shin proceeds to kick his ass. Just adding insult to injury. It's fucking awesome. And it's pretty, a thing of beauty. Yeah. Like, it's actually disturbing. This is not for kids. No. I'm looking at it right now, too. Just I just wanted to look at it. It's so fucking cool. So then, right after that, guess who shows up? Captain Eyebrows. Even though he doesn't he doesn't doesn't have eyebrows, he doesn't even have a face anymore. He's still just like the topless robot. Because he's got pants yep. on. My note was that this is almost everything you want to see in a movie like this. There's this sequence where the guy is holding the mat hold, is is holding Shin by his neck, you know, like just kind of suspending him there. And all I could think was, dude, you're a fucking grasshopper. Kick him. <laughs> yeah, this is really light on the martial arts. It's just kind of like two dudes swinging at each other. Which like, which actually would... fits with the common writer thing you would think if they were gonna lean into one aspect it would be that you know that he's got these incredibly powerful kicks i mean they have that jump scene you know yeah like he should have like kicked his leg off or something like that that would have been sweet something really cool happens at the end of the fight though hell yeah so there's they should they should have titled this movie common writer sub-zero yeah no shit so there's like some back and forth they're they're fighting shin gets a cut and it, it opens up and it's kind of icky he's got more claws growing out of his arm and I don't really know what the deal is with that. Like, there's yeah, there's an knows. extra shot of him, like, growing more spikes on his arm and, like, stuff dropping off of his body. Yeah, because the bio, the bio warrior, like, slashes him and cuts the spikes off and then he grows them back. Oh, is that what happened? How the fuck yeah. did I miss that? Okay, so, so he's, cl- he's awesome. clearly got, like, he's got the guy for powers, you know. He gouges the robot's eyes out, which is unnecessary, I think. Oh, I don't know. I feel like after, you, after they just killed your girlfriend, it might be necessary. That was still cool, though. So, yeah, like you said, uh, Sub-Zero. So, in fucking just grotesque goddamn fashion, he grabs this guy's head and, like, punches it a couple times to loosen it up, and then he just fucking rips his head off with the spine attached. It's beautiful. Oh, and there's, like... fucking beautiful. Oh, there's this green, gooey liquid dripping down from it, and then it turns into a Predator movie for three seconds. Yep, the the head splits open and you get this like flashing light countdown thing. But it's not as big of an explosion as the predator would have liked though. He just like throws it in and it just goes boop. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> slightly anticlimactic. If it was right next to you, you would have been dead, but he threw it like 5 feet away and he was fine. Now, the end Okay, so he just he picks up the girl and he starts carrying her out and the CIA guys are still fighting the security guards at this place. Now, Yeah, I was going to say in any other movie that would have been the end. Yeah, he would have walked off into the sunset with his girl and her body and figured it out. Especially in a movie tonally as dark as this. Like, that seems like the ending. But it keeps fucking going, and I still have no idea what is happening. And I'm looking right at it, and I don't know what the fuck's going on. (laughs) The CIA is just... They're there to... I mean, I think they're there to kill Kamen Rider. They're also there to kill, you know, the boss Everybody. And the bio-soldier and stuff, which clearly none of this they're capable of. They're not equipped for any of what they're attempting to do. Yeah, like, they they finally have Shin cornered with his dad and his dead girlfriend, and it's, it's the girl with the sunglasses, and she has a gun, and she's like, it's pointing right at him. But, just as she's about, she turns off her safety. It's kind of a... It's like they were trying to, like, make a movie, and there's, like, insert shots of her turning off the safety and shit it's and like they figured it out for like a second she's like doing that monologue that i'm sorry i i have no choice monologue and then she waited too long and a helicopter shows up and they get 
blown the fuck up blown away everybody gets everybody's dead not everybody except for shin and his dad and the girl someone in the helicopter shot down a net that grabbed his dad i I remember that much and then he jumps after it to save his dad grabs onto the net and is slashing at it to try and get his dad out and then they drop this thing down like it's a metal strap that goes around his waist and his mouth i think it's his neck yeah well and it's like shocking him oh yeah yeah and and i wrote i wrote they found common writers one weakness a bug zapper <laughs> so he's on the helicopter and that's all happening thank you for kind of telling me that and you were you were you were narrating it as it was happening so i'm like oh hey yeah i see it i see it but then he hears the inner monologue of his fucking girlfriend saying please save the baby and the baby the baby save the baby so sunglasses girl does wake up She's not quite dead yet. She takes the bazooka, shoots the helicopter, does not explode. It just kind of bursts into flames. And then what? Does the dad die and Shin live? Because Shin lives. the The helicopter crashes into the top of this building. And then the whole fucking building explodes like yeah it looks like it was set with with thermite charges just kaboom the whole fucking thing goes and then we cut straight to a shot of shin carrying eyes body down the sewer apparently yeah it's just down this fucking tunnel like what happened so yes i would speculate that like they don't give any explanation they don't give any context that's that's all you get is (laughs) the helicopter goes down into this building it's still holding them below it it crashes into the building and the whole fucking building explodes that's why i was saying as we find out later he's stronger than the uh than the bio soldier version the mark ii version because apparently he recovers from that just fine and he goes and finds eye's body but i'm guessing his dad is dead yeah the final shot of the movie is the baby floating up in the corner of the screen while he's walking still carrying eye and then i call it the disco ball baby Yeah, yeah, kind of. And then it's over. I wrote down, is astral projection something bug babies just do naturally? Because, you know, like, he clearly sees it. This isn't just, a, you know, some kind of mental impression. This... This baby is clearly projecting itself out to the point where his dad can look right at him. Yeah, it's a weird movie. It's a very weird movie. (laughs) I liked it a lot, but it was a weird movie. I liked it. I'm not going to say I liked it a lot, but I liked it. But it's very weird. Zio, Kamen Rider Zio is better. It's shorter. There's more Kamen Ridering. That's what I want. That's what I want. I want more Kamen Ridering. It's fucking creepy and weird. I'm for that. Oh, man. Yeah, it gets fucking, it gets kind of (laughs) wacky. I remember watching it and I'm just like, my mouth is open the whole time because i'm like what the fuck is going on yeah that 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 fucking did things to me it was weird final thoughts shin common rider is not like the common rider you know i don't think especially if you're only familiar with mask rider unless you watched common rider dragon knight which is a canadian produced show based on common rider kuga uh yeah i'm gonna have to take your word on that i would check it out it's a character drama like if you like the guyver and the fly and you want like a worse version of both of those movies this is a good one yes it is definitely the worst (laughs) version but that's not to say it's without charm or that it's not worth watching i do think it's worth watching i'm not gonna say that i think it's worth owning i do not think it's worth owning i would though yeah i know you would but if (laughs) unless you're a hardcore tokusatsu fan this is a this is a one and done yeah i I don't see myself ever like having to watch it 
it again. Neither do I. Although, since I am committed to owning every movie that we do, I will ultimately have to buy this eventually. So are you also gonna gonna buy like Los Luchadores and the Mystic Knights when it comes out? Nope, just the movies. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. There's no fucking way I'm tracking down a copy of Vampires. It doesn't have a DVD. No, no, wait, it probably does have a DVD. There might be a VHS out there. Well, it was the early 2000s. I thought it was the late 90s. Was it? The, it was the late 90s. It was 1997, wasn't it? I don't fucking remember. Just watch Beast Wars if you're going to watch Vampires. Yeah, you'll enjoy it more. And you don't have to see stupid people try to act and act badly. Unless you're into that kind of thing, and you know, which I am, so it was kind of fun to watch. But Common Rider Shin, check it out. I think it's worth at least one watch. Yeah, I think one. I think it's definitely worth one watch. If this sounds like it might be your kind of thing, because some people, this is just beyond the pale for them. And I understand. I understand. But if you've listened this far, you have enough of an idea to determine whether or not you want to see it. If you feel any inclination to see it, I recommend it. I feel like nobody's listening to this unless they know what it is. That is probably true. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to say that's fair. Is that it for Power Rangers the month fucking week two already? Uh, That's it for me. God damn. You got anything more? I do don't have shit how about some social media you got that uh it's it's shit but i got it uh <laughs> you can follow us on everything at the shark pod and ooh, we are doing our audible trial deal still i just got lords of chaos just like i said i would and i've listened to like the first chapter and it's pretty good so far it's going into the history of how black metal started and it's finally just started talking about mayhem and all those guys that are the big so is, players in the scene so is it done as like a like a true crime where it gives you like lots of background and shit or is it done as a narrative i don't know it re it's like a history book almost there's a lot of interviews there's just there's a lot of like this band did this and they wore this and this is what they sounded like yeah i think if black metal <laughs> interested me at all i would probably be into that but black metal's never been my thing i'd be very interested in in seeing the rory culkin movie though oh dude i love that movie i don't i don't give a shit that they're in norway and they don't have any accents i like that movie a lot <laughs> i don't know why it's one of those movies i think i like teen movies you know but that's like a really dark yeah. fucked up teen movie i actually would far prefer dark and fucked up out of a teen movie i think um it, the, the lightweight stuff is i guess i just feel too creepy watching that stuff unless it's one of the ones i grew up with you know you don't want to watch bring it on yeah i'd watch bring it on because i grew up with bring it on okay Did so you... I, yeah like i don't feel creepy watching that because i was of an appropriate age when i watched it the first time and creeped out on it yeah i was like 12 yeah i was in middle school man 13 14 i was 12 13 somewhere in there watching watching the girls bounce their boobies all over the place that's a respectable age for that yeah oh, that was kirsten dunst man kirsten dunst but anyways uh yeah lords of chaos uh that's what i'm listening to i just finished hold the dark which was kind of boring and i didn't really like it but i want to watch the movie to see if it's also boring and i'm not gonna like it i have no idea what that is uh the movie the only reason i know about it is because the movie was directed by jeremy selnier who did green room and blue ruin oh and it's a netflix original and i i want to check it out it's got jeffrey wright in it who has that awesome fucking cool voice uh which one he's gonna be professor x in the in the x-men movie if they ever make it he was in uh the hunger games i'm sure he was in other stuff that i just can't he was in uh, westworld oh no you probably didn't watch that either i watched the first season who was he oh he was the guy who was like not the creator oh his um like his second in command okay yeah, i know yeah. the guy you're talking about yeah 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 he's got that cool voice he's awesome we like him but he's he's in the movie oh oh okay i think i know the movie i think i've seen a trailer for it 
Like it's about, it's about the wolves. Like, yeah, like Survivalist or Hunter or something like that. And Alexander Skarsgård's in it. I did not realize that was directed by the director of Green Room. Yeah, so it's going to be nice and depressing. But the book was too, so. Consistency, that's important. Yeah, I mean, then you watch Murder Party and you're like, wait, what happened? That's a dark <laughs> That's a dark movie, but it's also, it's a dark comedy. It's funny and weird. But if you want any of those audiobooks or something else, man, you can do whatever uh, at audibletrial.com slash Sharks Across Hollywood. You get a credit. You get all sorts of shit included with it. It's 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 good stuff. Lots of cool uh, free books to enjoy while you're subscribed. Yeah, so if you if you only want to use that one credit that you get every month, then use it because you can, you can, you know, listen to that book. You get to keep that one. And then if you don't want to buy extra credits, you can just listen to the free shit. They have some good stuff, actually. They have a lot of Richard Matheson stuff. And they have the Halloween fucking... Halloween 2018 novelization. Novelization, thank you. Which is super weird. I know they've got some Bukowski on there. Oh, I'm gonna have to check some of that out because uh, the guy from Census Fail really used to like that guy. So I, I'm gonna, I'm curious. I really enjoy his stuff, but it's not, it's not for everybody. But yeah, so there's that. And also, guess what? We're still doing Patreon nonsense this month. It's gonna be fucking. I don't know if it, if it'll be out already, but it will be out at some point on the 13th of this month, Friday the 13th, Part Eight. Jason takes fucking Manhattan. Looks like we're back on track again That's for a not minute. The title. What? It's just Jason takes Manhattan. There's no F word in the title oh. aside from friday fuck balls fuck fuck jason fuck these stupid movies <laughs> except for this one i liked this one this one was pretty good i liked friday the 13th part eight jason takes manhattan too jason fucks manhattan right in the butt anyways you can hear me talk about how i kind of don't like this franchise because it's our 2021 the 13th where we're reviewing every friday the 13th movie from the first one to the goddamn last one and it cannot happen soon enough because so far there's been more that i hate than i like i was going to say something about uh you being right about him fucking the city in the butt because technically <laughs> he does enter its shit pipe oh he does oh and he melts <laughs> in it don't fuck your boyfriend in the butt you'll melt not like don't fuck in the butt like do it if you want to but keep keep the butt clean definitely do that you know wrap it up i mean even if you're not fucking in it just you know, keep it clean yeah that, that's nice keep it clean patreon.com slash sharks cross hollywood you can hear more about anal cleansing there you can also hear about it for free on here because we talk about that weird shit all the time and if that doesn't sell you i don't know what will but i would appreciate it if you'd give me money because i'm really sick of going to work every day and i would really appreciate your pity donations yes i am not too proud for that shit i'll do some weird gross disgusting things to not have to go to work anymore so just keep that in mind people <laughs> I just think of that saturday night live episode with the with the old man who's got basically an only fans page where he just sits on cakes i'll sit on a cake <laughs> And he's got tons of fans. I'll sit on a cake. I'll do it. I should start a YouTube channel that's just me trying to put together puzzles. Just call it frustration. Because I'm dumb and I can't put together puzzles. I'm still, I'm still, I've barely made it any further on that one. I found like three pieces. That puzzle is going to be the eternal companion of Sharks Across Hollywood at this point. It is a shark puzzle though. It's, I was going to say, it's appropriate that it's a shark puzzle. And then you know what I'm going to do when I'm finished with it? Take it apart and do it again. I'm going to push it all off onto the floor. Is that actually your plan? No, that sounds awful. Then I'd have to pick it up and I don't want to. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're done. <laughs> so again, patreon.com slash Sharks Across Hollywood. So we'll be back next week. Yeah, actually next week where we're going to talk about fucking Los Luchadores, a Saban produced and some Canadian company that I fucking can't remember the name of. I'll figure it out and tell you next week. This show's it's going to be weird. There's a Chihuahua in it, which is I'm sold because I think the Chihuahua is the villain and that just makes all kinds of sense. And then after that, we'll have one that probably isn't good, but it had a really good concept and they tried something way different. But we'll get to that in a couple weeks.
But next week is Los Luchadores. It's a show that I've never seen, and I'm kind of excited. So, so we'll, we'll be, be there for that. It'll be both of our first times. That's what she said, and she lied. So we'll be back next week with Los Luchadores. But until then, stay jawsome.